Should we take a little celebratory sip? Cheers. Cheers. All right. Well, hi. Welcome to Organized Chaos. I'm your host, Zoe. I'm hanging out with my very best friend. Oh, friend. I know. I'm on baby talk right now. My BFF, my confidant, my soul sister, my travel buddy. Partner in crime, dynamic duo. Anything you could ever say about anyone. It's like joint at the hip gal pal. Um, so hi, this is Taylor. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, Taylor is super cool. You guys are all going to love her. You probably are just going to fall in love like everyone else. As you should. No, I'm kidding. So I brought Taylor on today because I wanted to chat with her about one of our favorite things ever to talk about, which is dating. Mm -hmm. And Taylor is the queen dater. Like, when you guys are like watching a TV show and the the main character always has a new love interest and people are like, is that even realistic? That is this bitch. Hey, what's up? Hello. It's weird because I always talk about like not wanting a boyfriend or not wanting to date, but I'm always dating. Always dating. But not for serious. Yet. Who knows? That's, Who knows? The- That's the stay tuned. That's the story arc no one knew that they were getting. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we wanted to talk about specifically the first date and talk about how we perfect the first date. Because as someone who's had plenty of practice, I want to pick her brain, get the tea, see what people need to be doing, see what people should stop fucking doing. Mm-hmm. Like, stop doing that. That's horrifying. It's a red flag. <laughs> it's garbage. First dates are weird. I mean, I've had a lot of friends talk to me like, I'm so nervous to date people. I don't even want to go. Like, what do I do? And I think honestly, like just take the pressure completely off. Mm -hmm. This is a person you're meeting up with. Maybe you met them on a dating app. Maybe you met them out and about. Maybe you know them from a friend of a friend, but like, there's no pressure. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you guys don't get along. Okay, cool. You're never going to see him again. If you guys do get along, awesome. There's going to be a second date. So tell me about your POV on dating. Like what, let's like back it up for a second. Like when you think about dating, what do you think about? What are you dating for? Like, give me some tea. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm not on any dating apps. Mm-hmm. I like to meet them in the wild. New, old age. old age, old school. So old, old school. school. Oh I know. God. Who am I? I mean, but um, yeah, I mean, I have been single for, I want to say like seven years now, which Seems like a long time, but honestly, I've been having the best time of my life. Yeah. And when I date, I'm not dating for a boyfriend. I'm dating to kind of like get to know what I want, what I don't want, like just have fun, honestly. And if I find someone that I really vibe with, awesome, great. We love that. But like at the end of the day, I'm not searching for a partner right now. I'm not searching for my husband. I'm just out there, you know, having fun, essentially. Okay. And then what would you say, like, I've heard out in the wild, like people unanimously do not like first dates. So like, Mm -hmm. what do you think specifically about a first date? Cause I feel like you almost love them. I do. I think if I could be a professional, like sportist, that's not even a word. I can play (laughs) a professional sport. It would be dating (laughs) first date. So I don't know what it is. I love a first date, like the energy it's but again, I'm a big extrovert. I love meeting new people. I love talking with people. Like I like getting to know just, mm-hmm. 
you know, I, that's like who I am. So I think going on a first date's not scary to me, but I can understand why it would be to some people. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I just saw Ebony pop up in the background. I was like, hey. I just saw a ghost in my <laughs> zoom. She's like, <laughs> oh my God, that literally was horrifying. That so, was one of the scariest things I've ever lived through. <laughs> I just saw like a, and cause you have the virtual background on. Yeah. So I just saw like an orb appear in the back and I was like, oh, <laughs> and then you look over and go, like, ah, dude, I just saw like a human face right behind me. I was like, excuse me. It's happening. My dad. Oof, not good. Okay. So, okay, so where were we? So we love, so you love first dates. You're an extrovert. Yes. Okay. But I, okay. Yeah. Again, I understand why it can be scary for people. Like you're meeting a stranger. Maybe you met them on a dating app, which again, like you don't know this person. They're not vetted. Like they could be a serial killer. They'd be weird. Like you have no idea. You've just seen pictures of them. Maybe you're meeting a friend of a friend or just, you know, you don't like first dates. It's totally normal. So like that is okay. But I think the key is just to take the pressure off and just have fun with it. Like feel like you're going out with a friend. What are you guys going to talk about? Like ask them, you know, their family things, what their hobbies are, what they're passionate about, get to know them as a person and kind of just see where it goes. Like really get that banter in, crack a few jokes, get their sense of humor and play into that as well. Like once you have someone laugh, it immediately breaks down the barrier. And I think it kind of like just creates that, you know, yeah. No. relationship. I hear that. I hear that. I, I love that point of like, you can talk to them, like you're talking to a friend. I think that creates like a sense of comfort like it's not all like rigid and scary it's like bro come on hey 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 what's up hello hey we're here we might as well have fun exactly might as well have fun I've been on a lot of bad dates but at the end of the day I'm like you know what it was still fun time again because I also like hanging out with myself and I know I'm a good time so like if you're comfortable and confident in yourself I think you're gonna have a good time on any kind of date whether it's someone that you can see yourself dating again or not okay Let's bring de- let's break down the demographics for a second. So, okay. how many first dates do you think you've been on and is there like an archetype of the kind of guys that you go out with? For sure. So, I'm going to say post college dating because in college we're not dating for serious. Like that we're just like we're not even around. dating in college. Knows. We're not even dating. No one's taking You're you just out. like going to someone's dorm. Exactly. It's bad. Jail. So, post college, I've probably been I'm not going to give you an exact number. I'd say between like 30 and 40 first dates. You guys and this is non-dating apps. You guys, see, this is why I have her on. This is why okay. I pay her the big bucks. This is why I have the wine. This is why she has the menage a trois out. That ruins my credibility, but <laughs> it's the only one I had, so hi. It was leftover. Someone gave it to her. Mm-hmm. It was a gift from her father. Shout out. <laughs> my dad was like, Taylor, who brought this wine to our house? Take it back with you. I was like, oh, okay. Free wine? Sure. Oh my God, that's so iconic. Okay, sorry. Back to the archetype. So who are these guys you're going out with? What's the vibe? What do you, what do you normally go out for? Do you not care? Do you, what's your take? Honestly, I'm very open. I don't really say I have a specific type, although I have dated a handful of guys who have the same kind of energy slash like characteristics, mannerisms, Mm -hmm. but like, I'm pretty open. Honestly, I was talking with one of my friends and she was like, you're going on dates all the time. She's like, I'm so picky. Like if someone asked me out, I'm like, oof no, like stranger danger. I don't know who you are. And I'm over here like, oh my God, sure. Why not? It'd be fun. But again, I think that comes down to my personality type. Just like, I like getting to know new people. Oh my God. I have a question then. Cause I feel like, I don't know if that friend you're talking about is me or a different bitch, different bitch. but like, I totally relate to that. 
question mm-hmm. how do you like knock at the egg because like i feel you like do, that's and then you just me. don't go out with them again oh my god but you never get the ick pre-date well not typically like if we're out and about i just meet them like i'm i'm a curious individual naturally so i'm like you know what we'll see where this goes like do it for the plot i'm very big on let's do it for the story not necessarily do it for the story always but you know, it's like you're living your life when I'm 80 and old and gray. Like I want to look back and have a bunch of great stories to tell a lot of cool life experiences and like wisdom to give like friends and, you know, family. Okay. I love that. Um, all right. Very interesting. So tell me about your ideal first date. Let's say there's a guy or gal in the audience listening they're like all right I've heard what you had to say give me the good stuff what are we doing on the first date like what sets me up for success for sure so I hear a lot of different like topics about this some people are like don't go out for dinner and drinks don't go to a bar maybe go get coffee or do this and do this I think it totally depends on what you want the outcome of the date to be if you want a serious boyfriend and you're looking to actually have something long term Maybe don't go to a bar. Maybe you guys start doing coffee or you guys do like a picnic or maybe you go to a museum, like something social, but like an activity daytime. If you really don't care and you're there for fun, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Go to dinner and drinks, go out to a bar, meet up and go ax throwing. Like it doesn't matter. Like as long as you're comfortable with the activity. Yeah. So for me, I would say my first, like my ideal first date, probably dinner and a drinks and then maybe an activity. Or like we go ax throwing and then we go out to dinner after or I'm trying to think of some of the first dates I've been on. I mean, like I'm dinner think- drinks and then like a show, I which think- kind of seems long. Yeah. But again, if you're not vibing, you can always leave. I think for me, my ideal, I think I would skip dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, Totally valid. I think I would skip dinner just because like I'm getting to know you. Like, I don't know if I want to sit over dinner and like hash that all out. Also, like, I don't know if I want you to see me eat. Not to be like weird about that, but it's like, I'm ordering the burger and like, (laughs) that's not, it's not like first date food personally. But I, part of me also is like, who gives a fuck if it's first date food or not? Like that's you. So like, they're going to see that regardless. Like who gives a shit if it's the first date or not? I guess that's true. But like my, 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 I totally understand. Yes. I like want to drink in an activity Mm -hmm. or maybe like a drink in a light app. Yes. I think an activity is a key for a first date. I've been on some, again, I've said this, we go ax throwing or we have gone to like a picnic at a park. I've done, I don't even know. I, I was just thinking now, like, but... I just, I went on a, sorry, not to interrupt you, but like I went on a first date with this guy and um, we drove an hour and a half to go to a hike. Oh, I remember and that. back, like that's an insane first date. Like I was mm-hmm. trapped in a in a car with this guy, and I remember I've done that too, up to the mountains. But that guy was vetted. He was like a friend of a friend, so like, I knew he was chill. This guy like but just went to well. yeah, I don't even know. And I just remember in the car, he like didn't know who Odessa was, and I was like, red flag, red flag. Literally, you don't know who Odessa is. The soundtrack of my yeah, it's not good. Okay. Yeah. But again, I do think the first date really depends on what you want the outcome to be. Some people are like, don't drink on the first date, which if that's your vibe, totally okay. It just, it's really what's comfortable for you. Couldn't be me. I'm drinking a glass of wine 
I know. Right I'm now. having well, a few glasses of wine or a few drinks, but I do think it's something to be aware of. Don't get blacked out. And also if the person that you're on a date with gets blacked out, like that is something to also kind of just notice. Yeah. Okay. So you've mentioned a few red flags, blacking out, like what else? I've got a few. Let's like harp on these motherfuckers for a second. I would say like, they're not asking any questions about you. Boom. They're not Gone. trying to get to know you. Gone. They are talking too much about themselves. Gone. They are making like inappropriate jokes. Bad. About... That are rude to the wait staff. Oh, huge. Rude to the wait staff. Don't tip. Or whoever like. Bad yeah, tipper. Don't tip. Exactly. Um... Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Tell them about the guy in Chicago. <gasps> oh, this is a good story. I actually talked about this last night. So I was going to Chicago for work for a few weeks. And I met this guy the first time I was there at a restaurant. He came up to me. He's like, hey, you've got cute ears. Maybe that was my first red flag. But like. Ears? Yeah. He's I don't know the this ears. part I've, of the story. I've never gotten a compliment on my ear like that. I was like, oh. He's okay. into elfins. Although I haven't told her I look like an elf from multiple people. So I don't know if I was serving elf that day, but he was trying to get I his legal energy going. Literally. And I was like, Hey, I'm headed back to San Diego. Like I will be back in Chicago in a few weeks for work. Like I'd be happy to like do something then. He's like, perfect. I'll start planning our date. I'm like, Oh, we love a man with a plan. Let's hot. go. Green flag. So, At that yeah, point, hot. Mm-hmm. I'm back in Chicago and I let him know, I'm like, Hey, I'm here like next week. Love to hang out. Like, what do you have in store? So he's like, perfect. I have tickets to the orchestra for us on Thursday, but I think we should meet up for dinner and drinks beforehand just to like get to know each other and hang out. I'm like, sounds lovely. Pause. I want everyone just, is the orchestra green or red flag? Like that's up for debate. Like for me, I'm trying to get for the plot, like orchestra. I've never been, let's go. But for other people, maybe like red flag. Who knows? I don't know. So yeah. Basically, I get to Chicago. He's like calls me a few times. He's like, hey, like I made reservations at this lovely restaurant in my favorite neighborhood. I've been there a few times. Like it's amazing. See you there. It's at seven. I was like, oh, okay. Again, we love a man with a plan. So I show up to the restaurant. I get there. The menu says, welcome to fucking Chicago Taylor. And I'm like, oh shit, this bitch is bushy. And there's so, like champagne so, like it is a nice venue. So just to break this down one more time in case it wasn't like clear, this man's got a custom menu created after weeks of planning a date so that when Taylor sat her perky little ass down, it said, welcome to fucking Chicago, Taylor. So there mm-hmm. is thought, there's planning. This guy's obviously type A. Mm-hmm. Yes. Continue. So I'm like, okay, we are off to a great start. Like I've never had this happen. Love that. We're going through the date. We're having great conversation. We're getting to know each other. Oddly, both of our dogs are named Rusty, which is kind of weird. Red flag. Dog name. Yeah, red flag. Second red flag. Are you but, lying um, to me and saying your dog is the same name as my dog? I was confused. I was like, is he lying? So um, we get through the date. The bill comes. They hand it to him and me just being a nice person. I'm like, oh, like, do you want to split that? Because I don't know. I always offer. Maybe I shouldn't. But he was like, actually, yes, we should. Or like, I would love to. And I was like, oh, okay. And uh, the ego in me wanted to just be like, you know what? Let me just take care of the whole bill. But I was like, wait, this man is not worth $400. Because that's what the bill was. Let me break it down one more time. This man's created a custom menu 
wined and dined this bitch to where a bill came out to $400. That means you're eating. That means you're ordering mm-hmm. the glass of wine. We're eating. We're drinking. Like, we are having a good time. Between two people, $400, like, you're going off. Mm-hmm. So this man's chose to take you here. And then, yes. then proceeds to say, where's your credit card at? Let's and split that's this 50-50. my thing. Like the whole debate of, do you pay on a first date? Do you split it? What the, you know, I think whoever invites the person on the date should pay on a first date. I'm totally for splitting the bill. Like no tea, no shade, different financial situations. You get this, I get that, like whatever. But if you invite someone to a specific restaurant that you've picked out, I feel like you should pay for that. Like what if $200 was not in my budget? He's just going to expect me to fork out. Like, you know, we could have gotten tacos and beer down the street. We could have gone to uh, like a bowling alley and like done that. Like, you know what I mean? There's just different options. Like in my opinion, in my opinion, yeah. If a guy asks a girl out, he should hundred percent pay on the first date. And you know what? It's not about like fucking old school, uh, like equality. It's not about that for me personally. It's just gentlemanly. Like women put up with enough fucking shit. You should be paying on the first date. Like she agreed to go out with you. Exactly. You're going to make it a, a hassle for her now, a financial hassle. You're insane mm-hmm. for that. And so after that, I was like, okay, this date's over. There's not going to be a second date. Like officially you're done in my mind. Mark so, the words, people. He was like, do you want to do something after? Like, should we go to another bar? Like, can I walk you home? And I was like, I'm just going to go back to my hotel. So he's like, oh my God, let me walk you. And I was like, oh God, okay, sure. So he walks me back to the hotel and he's like trying to say goodbye. And I'm like, are you going in for a kiss? Because this is not the right moment. So I literally tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, this was fun. And I uh- just walk inside. And he, you know, was like, okay, we have orchestra tickets the next day. Like, obviously I'd still have to take you. And I just texted him like a message being like, yo, had a lot of fun last night. Honestly, like I'm totally for splitting the bill, but like in a situation where you pick the most bougie restaurant in the area and you've been planning this for weeks, like it just doesn't give off the right vibe. So I was like, you're, I'm sure you're a great guy, but you should invite someone else to the orchestra. Best of luck to you. And he responded saying, like, I don't even remember what he said. But the funny thing is, is that he still slides into the DMs. He recently followed me on Instagram. He said that he had deleted it. He just followed me. He messages me on Instagram, replies to my stories with, like, hard eyes or flames. And he just texted me actually a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, sir, what about the part that, like, takes someone else to the orchestra? I don't see this going anywhere. Do you not understand? He's not getting it. It's not Mm -hmm. red flag. It's not registering. It's not registering. That's another red flag. If you have set a boundary with someone and told them no, and they repeatedly reach out to you, contact you, message you, overstep that boundary, red flag. Okay. So then let me ask your POV on this. We know that we have entered that next phase of our life where I feel like ghosting is no longer in. I feel like people are saying, you know what? It was a lot of fun, but I just see us being friends, like best of luck, blah, blah, blah. Okay. For sure. Mature, mature, I'm mature. a huge fan of not ghosting. I actually just friends on someone the other day and he took it really well. And like, also. I think people appreciate it. Like they're humans, you know, like you don't want to feel insane. Like you're spinning out, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, no, they don't see me that way. And actually, yeah, they were really cool. I, w- I would still love to be friends with you. So talk to me then mm-hmm. if you say, yeah, like I don't see this being romantic but like, I'm still down to be friends. Let's say this guy then continues to reach out to be your friend. What okay, are your thoughts? Board line. 
what are your like, thoughts there? The question, the, it's the like, thing don't is, reach out. Is it a fake? Is it a fake no, out? But don't say that I still want to be friends unless you actually do, because that's going to keep their, like the balls open. They're going to be like, okay, so maybe there's still a chance. Like yeah. maybe I can still like work my way in there. If you are just not interested to like, look, I had a lot of fun with you. I just don't see this going anywhere. Like best of luck to you. It's just like, you know what I mean? So just set that boundary. Yeah. But don't say that you want to be friends unless you really do want to hang out with them. Yeah. Cause they're still going to try. They are. They always do. I mean, listen, all of us baddie yotties, the, the baddies at the bodies, we all know that there's which still, is everyone, which is literally everyone. Unless mm-hmm. you're gross. If you got a body, you're a body. So <laughs> if you got a body, you a body. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like a little. I if you got a body, you're a body. Hi, my new bio. That's my new caption. Okay, so um, that's pretty. That's pretty insane. That guy went from like major green flags to like red flags in like less than twenty four hours. He, he actually did it in two hours. He literally didn't. And you wanted the funny thing. The waiter came up to me after and he was like, oh my gosh, if you come back here tomorrow, all your drinks are on me. Like, you're awesome. And I was like, oh, chivalry still exists. Okay. I love that, Taylor, which I think leads me into my next question. Okay. How do you get approached so much? Now, I'm, okay. I'm going to give it a differing POV. I, what I assume my hypotheses, my scientific Mm -hmm. hypotheses is you put out the energy of talk to me. Mm -hmm. I think I get told, I think other people do not necessarily put out that energy and they're not getting approached because I think whatever you're putting out, you're getting in. And if you don't want to be talked to, then put that energy out. You know, some people for sure really don't want to be approached and that's totally fine. So what would you say are some things that can open you up to these like opportunities that maybe people aren't even aware that they can do? That is a great question. I'm going to like take it back to my college days when I was like emo Taylor. You are familiar with her. Like she was like dark and depressive for a time period. She was the happiest. She was like dying as a bio major. She was also cutting up and dead. Overweight. She was cutting up in dead bodies, literally on the yeah, regular. Yeah, bio major. So like, I wasn't living my best life, and you could like tell like I definitely wasn't going on dates, and I wasn't feeling my 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 most confident, and I just wasn't feeling myself. But like, fast forward to now, where I feel like I know who I am, I know what I want, I know what I like, what I don't like, and I I would say I'm like pretty confident and self assured. It's just like a certain energy that you give off. Yeah. Like when I go out, I know I'm the main character. I know everyone's their own main character, but I'm like, that's what I feel. And that's what I give off. And I feel like people are attracted to that. And so I go out with my friends and I'm smiling. I'm having a good time. Like I'm talking with people. I'm not afraid to also go up to people and start a conversation. Like I'm dancing. I'm just living my best life. Cause I really don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks of me. Cause I'm so confident in myself that I know I'm fine. And I think that attracts people. And I'm very big again on like law of attraction and manifestations and just speaking it into existence. And again, I think people feel that energy and can like vibe off of that. I love that. And so like, it's weird to say, but even I've been in like clubs where we're like deep house late at night, dancing our nights away. And people will literally come up to me like, I love your energy. Like, I just want to be around you. 
and it's girls and guys. I'm like, yes, let's fucking vibe. Like, let's dance it out. Drop a low. So I just think it's, if you're confident and happy with yourself, you kind of radiate that positivity and that energy. I totally agree. I also think it's important to date yourself. And this is something that I've adopted, I would say the last couple of years, but I think it's important, whatever your love language is to really incorporate that into your like weekly routine. So take yourself, like what I would do, I would go to a museum by myself, or I'd maybe ride my bike to the beach and go read for a couple hours, or I take myself out to dinner and have a glass of wine and bring a book and just hang out with me. So I think being totally okay with yourself and uh, like treating yourself how you would want a partner to treat you is huge. How can you expect someone to love you and to treat you with the utmost respect and like how you want to be treated if you're not doing that to yourself? So that's something that I think also is really huge. Yeah, I think it's really important to date yourself. I think you need to be just comfortable spending time with yourself and you need to be comfortable in your own skin. And if you can hear this wine pouring, I'm sorry. Literally, I'm going to take a sip right now. I mean, it's all, I think it all really comes back to confidence. Like you want someone else to love you and to cherish you and to treat you amazing. Like when was the last time that you looked in the mirror and told yourself that you loved you, which is something that I used to struggle with. I used to be my own worst enemy. And until I met Ms. Zoe Rubens right here, like okay. she's taught me so much about loving myself and like confidence. So it's just, it's a full circle. You can't expect someone else to treat you this way and to be that partner that you want them to be if you're not doing that for yourself. A hundred percent. Okay. Now let's get juicy. Please. Are we hooking up on the first mm. date? Ooh, this is my favorite question. Are we hooking up on the third date? Okay. So my answer has changed over the years. Okay. Talk to me because at a point I used to be like, it doesn't matter whatever the vibe is, Mm -hmm. whatever the vibe is, is appropriate. Of course. And that was my vibe up until recently. I'm like, whatever flows, if you're feeling it, you feel the chemistry, you're vibing, things are good. If you want to fuck, fucking fuck. If you want to get your O, go get that. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Again, I think it really goes back to, it doesn't matter. It's like, whatever you want to do. There's no right or wrong answer here, but recently the last, I would say like few dates I've been on, I've been doing a science experiment and I'm like, let's just not hook up with them. Is it clear that we're science people? Like, hi, she was a bio major. She's trying to get like qualitative data. Come on. Mm -hmm. Qualitative quantitative data. So the last few dates I've been on, I have not hooked up with them until I just feel like I want to. And it's a complete like 180. I feel like I have them wrapped around my finger, which I don't like to say, but like essentially like this one guy that I'm currently seeing, he's like, you know what? I'm actually really glad we haven't hooked up yet. Like I really love hanging out with you. Like I feel like I'm really getting to know you and we have like an emotional connection. And like, to be honest, like I'm definitely like nervous to hook up with you. Like I just don't want it to ruin anything. Sex can ruin things. And I just, I love what we have. Like I'm like afraid to lose it. And I'm like, oh, Okay, T. All right. I I think to the notes. (laughs) I think it also is just like interesting because like, okay, we're going to get really real right now, but like we're Mm -hmm. all best friends. So like, let's do it. As we should. But I just feel like hookup culture normally, I mean, this is so (laughs) sticky. This is so sticky, but it's like, in a lot of ways, hookup culture benefits men. 
And I mean, it benefits women too, but like, we all know what I'm talking about it. And it's a different experience. I mean, for men to get off, it's a one, two. It's a one, two to get off. It could be a three, four, five. It could be a two, three, four. It could be a one, two, six. Like it's different every time. And for a woman, I think most of the time it's not going to happen on the first time. Never. I mean, if it does like lucky. Yeah. Marry that. Go off. Go off. Green flag. Yeah. Go off. Yeah. But I feel like you kind of take some of the power back being like, I actually like you. Mm-hmm. versus like, uh, this is something I feel like we should be doing or getting and caught up in the moment. I will say like, you can do a lot of other things to build intimacy without having sex. So like, she's even... in her mature era. Ooh, T like even just the whole act of like making out and being on top of each other and like kind of like you're basically having sex, but like with your clothes on, if that makes sense, it builds a certain intimacy and like desire for each other but then you're holding out. So it kind of like you crave each other more in a way. Yeah. But you're waiting and you're also still developing that like emotional connection because you're talking and you're getting to know each other and you're asking questions and just knowing each other on a different level. Yeah. So that when you actually do hook up eventually, whenever you guys are ready, whether it's the third date, the fourth date, a month later, like whatever your timeline is, it's more... There's a, there's a, there's a foundation. There's a foundation. foundation. Exactly. Instead of just like trust, there's more trust. Yeah. And and, instead of just like giving into, um, desire and less, you've kind of like built a foundation that like, Mm -hmm. you're like almost like more excited because you like, like this person. No, definitely. And again, I think it's to each their own. There's no Agreed, right or wrong No shaming. Answer. Do what I, do. No shaming. Like do literally, you. if you want to fucking fuck, literally fuck. Like I'm all here for that. But um, I've been on dates where I have hooked up with them the first time. I've been on dates where I've hooked up with them maybe like a month later, a couple dates later. It really just, you feel the vibe. Like, you know, what's right with you. And I think it's huge to trust your intuition with that. hundred percent. So that's my tea. I love that. I mean, if I like think about it myself, I mean, anecdotally, let's like, let's give a little bit more information about who we are. I'm, we're both 26. We're both Virgos. We both have gone out with a decent amount of people. I think the Virgettes going off. I mean, listen, I'm just like thinking like just to myself and my past mm-hmm. before I was cuffed. And it's like, if I was like By a up, woman, I know now, now she's gay. Hot <laughs> twist. <laughs> the biggest plot twist. Um, I love it. It's like I didn't even really like them. I was just like, "You're here." Mm-hmm. And half the time, I don't like them. I'm like, I'm just here. Like it's fun. Yeah, and you're swept you, up. It's like a pogo stick. Yeah, that sounds weird, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I would say now, like at 26, I'm a little bit more mature in my dating. Yeah. Again, building that foundation. I've had a different experience now that I've hooked up with this guy. It's more intimate. It's more passionate. It's more it's tantric. Like, it's tantric. Actually, we did describe it as that. It's like, why are we breathing the same and making eye contact for 30 minutes? I'm scared. Why am I breathing your exhale? I like it. <laughs> yeah. We both described it as ecstasy and we are completely sober. I so. see, but that, because you've built it. Mm-hmm. You've built the tension. Mm-hmm. I love so. it. Listen, maybe these Puritans were onto something. Just kidding. Fuck. I just I were. I don't. I don't subscribe to that. Okay. Delete report block. Okay. Now let's take it all the way back. This is for my girlies who get too attached. I'm looking out for them. 
they get attached okay. too quick. I want to just discuss, you know, how do we keep it fun? How do we keep it casual? And how do we actually flip that mindset? Because I think a lot of us get caught up in what we want and then put it on someone else. But like, what are some actionable steps that we can take that help us like not jump the gun? For sure. Great question. Cause I know even a lot of my friends talk to me about this or just, you know, wonder about this in general, but I think first there's so many books and podcasts out there that can educate you on like different attachment styles or how to date or like how to get to know yourself. So I think being self-aware is like the first step you got to know yourself and like how you operate in relationships, whether that's friendships with parents, with lovers, whatever it is. Yeah. But two, I'm a big believer of like, nothing is permanent. Literally non-attachment is huge. Like each day is not guaranteed. Who knows what tomorrow's going to bring? Like literally nothing in this life is permanent. Yeah. And I think as humans, we tend to try to make things last as long as they can. Again, whether it's friendships, relationships, jobs, housing, where we live, like we just try to like settle in and make that last. When in reality, I've already said it, but like nothing is permanent. Anything can happen. So I think it's kind of important to remember that in the back of our mind. And that kind of takes the edge off of things. I want to build on that. And I think what I would maybe say is like, when you, I think you don't really know someone until you know them and you, people often can put like all these ideals and desires onto another person, but it's like, you don't even know this person at this point. Like it's still very, 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 you're in the honeymoon phase or you're in the dating phase or people are putting the best foot forward and you don't know the dark and twisty side of them. I mean, just like anecdotally, like when me and my girlfriend got together, when we first started saying like, I love you and stuff, I mean, this was like, so unromantic of me, but what mm-hmm. can I do? I remember when this happened. I was so unromantic, but I was like, how can I know I love you unless we've had a fight? How can I know I love you unless you've seen the absolute worst side of me and I've seen the absolute worst side of you, which is literally the Virgo in you. It seems and like the like, analytical side. Yeah. You're like, I need to process this. Like it needs to make sense in my brain, but it makes sense. Like, how do you know that you fully love someone if you haven't seen all different sides of them? Yeah. And I think people get so caught up in like, the woo dates or like the, the love and the lust and the infatuation that they're like, wait a minute, let me take a step back. Let me like jump out of this perspective that I'm in this love lens, Mm -hmm. I like to call it. Yes. And like realize the whole big picture. Yeah. And again, I, oh, go ahead. No, you please. Sorry. I was going to say like, again, I think it's huge. You have to really be okay with being alone and being yourself. That way, you know, like if this doesn't work out, I'm fine. I'm confident. I have a place to live. I've got a solid friend group. I have a job, I've got hobbies. Like I am so good that I don't need anyone else. It's a nice add-on. It's a great to have someone to do life with, but if they're not there, I'm still chilling. I'm yeah. still living my best life. Huge. So I think that's also huge and not getting too attached to people is really creating that. Like you're still your own individual. When I think about like my first breakup, which was like detrimental to me at the time like so familiar literally this is like so embarrassing but like we are besties like I'll tell everyone in the world I literally begged this motherfucker not to break up with me at one point 
which is and like, remember, literally screaming at him on the phone. And I was inside like, wait, what's going on? Literally vomitorium that I would ever like beg someone to do anything, let alone stay with me. Like, don't know her. It's fine. We've all been there. We've all I had that relationship. I don't know her. But She's gone. But it's like, he dumped me. T God, literally bless him. Greatest thing mm-hmm. he could have ever done for me. Blessing in disguise. Blessing in disguise. I remember, I legit remember looking in the mirror and being like, this is crazy. But I was like, you have nothing going for you. You have no friends. You have no hobbies. You have no skills. And I remember being mm-hmm. like, we're turning this 180. It's going double back with 180. 180. And I got involved. I started working out. I started going to parties and making friends where I met this motherfucker. Fuck yes. It was we'll like, talk about that story at a different time. It's like, once you start filling your own pot first it's insane now it's yes. like anti now it's like fully on you you take care of you exactly and I'm almost verging on the level of hyper independence which I'm working on but it's just so crazy like I think in relationships in general not everyone's like this you know to each their own but like you get a little bit codependent you like kind of morph into the same person you are together 24 seven. If they're not there, you're not happy. Like, it's just like, you're one, you're one human. Yeah. But you really have to like, still take on your hobbies, still hang out with your friends, still do you and have that time apart because that's what like, you know, this person fell in love with you because you were this individual. You can't completely change all those habits to be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I'm trying to think because it's just like, Dating is a really, really, really interesting topic because especially first dates, I mean, listen, I think keep it fun, keep it cash. For sure. I feel like if you're dating, okay, maybe this is too much, but I'll just say it. If you're dating, I feel like you should in your mind have some sort of idea of what the kind of person you'd want to be with is like, right? And it's like, if you're going out with this type of person. Great. Keep seeing them. But if these people are red flags or sus or aren't the kind of person that you want to be with, like, just don't continue. And also do some self-reflection as to why you're attracting that same type of individual. Because I think like people are a mirror of what's going on also with you. If there's something that you don't like in an individual, Like do a deeper look into yourself and see like why that triggers you or why you don't like that. And I, again, am very big on manifestations and affirmations and just like speaking what you want into existence. And this is kind of a crazy, I don't think I've told you this before, but I journal pretty much. I try to do it every day, but it's usually like every other day. And I've been doing this since my like solo journey abroad. But before I would say before I moved here, I wrote down a list of like my future partner like the qualities that I want them to have, who I want them to be, like just things that I'm looking for in a partner. And like the current person that I'm like dating pretty much ticks every single box that I wrote down, which is a little bit weird. But again, it's like about speaking it into existence. I'm a big believer. The universe is on your side. It's like what you want and envision is going to happen. Like depending on your mindset and like your attitude. And it's almost like, And if you're not into the universe, if you're not into all that stuff, like, let's just take, let's strip it down one more Mm -hmm. notch. If you are purposeful with what you allow into your life, Mm -hmm. you're going to find the things that you're looking for. For sure. If you're not purposeful at all, anything will fill that void. 
True. So yeah, I mean, listen, listen, dating is fun. Have so much fun. Date hot people. You're hot. You deserve it. You're actually super sexy and you deserve the world. If you have a body, you're a baddie. Yeah. Go down, Tatiana. Go. But again, also don't take it so seriously. Yeah. At the end of the day, nothing matters. If you see this person again, great. If you don't see them again, great. Before this first date, you didn't even know them. So why does it matter? Literally have fun. Yeah. And enjoy yourself. That actually Look sexy and feel sexy. Feel hot. And have a great time. I think that brings me to my very last point. Um, and that is if things don't work out, it's not a personal rejection. Mm-mm. You know what no, I mean? And all. I think that's what a lot of people fear is like rejection, which but, is huge. And I get it, but, but like, truly don't it's yeah. not like not everyone is made to fit you. You're not made to fit everyone. It's not, you're not a fucking puzzle piece or maybe you are, but like what, what I'm saying is just like, you know, it's not so serious. Like this person doesn't know you. They don't know your story. So you don't owe them anything. They don't owe you anything. It's literally just an opportunity to get to know someone. Yeah. To treat it like that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to this topic of first dates? I wrapped up all my questions that I had for you, but the floor is yours. Ooh, it's wide open. I feel like I've said pretty much everything, but again, like if you guys have questions, feel free to, you know, write into Zoe and I'd be happy to answer any questions you guys have. If you want to know any of my juicy first date stories, things that went wrong, things that went well, I've got some pretty great dating stories. So I'd be happy to divulge, but I know we're probably coming up on our mark here. We've been chatting for a minute. I love it. Um, Taylor, tell the people where they can find you. Yes. My Instagram is at Taham. Two Y's. So T-A-Y-Y-H-A-M. You can find me there. Follow me and maybe about, I'll follow you back. What about, what about TikTok? You want them to follow you on TikTok? I, yeah, I don't really post as much on there, but you know, I'm trying to lately. So again, I think it's just Taham. T-A-Y-Y-H-A-M. Okay. Neither here nor there, baby. I love it. And like Taylor said, if you guys have any questions, Taylor's my bestie. She's a reoccurring guest. She's willing to get down and dirty. So if you guys have any questions, write it in. You can message me on my Instagram at Zoe or mine or Taylor's either, or honestly, we're both here for you. We also have a joint Instagram. Broke boys, the label. If you want to follow that, <laughs> we one. can't get into broke boys, the label. Okay. Whole different episode. That's a different episode, but yeah, message Taylor or message me at Zoe Rubens, Z-O-R-U-B-E-N-S on Instagram or on TikTok. It Tiki talk on TikTok. It's at Z-O-E-R-U-B-E-N-S. It's Zoe Rubens there. Um, and we love you guys so much. We're so thrilled to be here. And take care of yourselves. Literally, thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. And yeah, we're always here. Okay. Go out and fuck someone. <laughs> giving you the tea that you didn't know you needed, but you needed. It's only going to get spicier. All Ooh. right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>